I want to welcome you to day two of our look together through John chapter 16 and daily drive time devotions. Yesterday, we began with a look at what the Spirit does in our lives. Remember, this all started, this look at what the Spirit does in our lives. It all started with Jesus having a talk with his disciples about grief. Before telling us how grief turns to joy, we're going to turn to that tomorrow. Jesus talks about the work of the Spirit in our lives because a prerequisite for the process of grief turning to joy is the presence of God's Spirit in our lives. Without the Spirit, Jesus could not do what he does in our hearts. That's why he sends the Spirit. And yesterday, we talked together about what God's Spirit does for everyone in the world. He convicts regarding sin and righteousness and judgment. Today, we're going to focus on one of the most important ways that God's Spirit works in your daily life as a believer. John 16, 12 to 15, Jesus talks about it. I have much more to say to you, he says, more than you can now bear. But when he, the Spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears, and he will tell you what is to come. He will bring glory to me by taking from what is mine and making it known to you. All that belongs to the Father is mine. And that is why I said the Spirit will take from what is mine and he'll make it known to you. Did you see what God's Spirit does in our lives? Very clearly, according to the words of Jesus, the Spirit of truth, when he comes, he will will guide you into all truth. Focus on that word, guide. He guides us into truth. Now, God's word is truth. It's one of the main ways that God's Spirit guides us. It's interesting, even in these the phrases that Jesus uses here, it's almost a preview of the New Testament. He says that the Spirit will come. Well, that's the book of Acts. The Spirit comes and indwells believers in the church in the book of Acts. He will guide you into all truth. There's truth throughout the letters of the New Testament. And then it says he will show you what is to come. The book of Revelation, God shows us what is to come, the future that we have with God. But the fact that this is a maybe a preview of the New Testament shouldn't cause you to lose sight of the most important thing that Jesus is saying here, and that is what's true in our daily lives. God has not only given us directions for living, he supplies us with a personal guide for living out the life that he wants us to live. When you become a believer in Christ, he doesn't just hand you a map and say, go that direction, I hope you do fine. No, he gives you a person, his person. He doesn't even just give you a compass. It's as if you're standing on the edge of a jungle and you want to get through the jungle. If somebody handed you a map, you would be pretty nervous about being able to make it through. But if a guide was standing beside you saying, I've been through this thousands of times before, I'm going to be with you each step of the way, we're going to make it through, there'd be much more confidence in making it through. God's Spirit is with us each step of the way. And he will always, Jesus says, he will always guide us towards truth. He is the Spirit of truth. He will guide you into all truth. He wanted to make sure that we understand this, this idea of truth when it comes to the Spirit. Because, let's face it, we are surrounded with so many lies. There's so many lies in the advertisements you see. There's so many lies in the things that people tell you during the day. There's so many lies even in what you tell yourself in your own mind. Let's be honest about that. We're surrounded by lies. So how can we know the truth? The Spirit's job is to tell us the truth, to guide us into truth. That's God's promise. And so when you're not sure what's right, when you're not sure what direction to take, the prayer you should pray is this, Spirit, guide me into truth. Show me how to follow Jesus. 
the all truth that he wants to guide you into is, is first and foremost the truth about Jesus and what he wants to do in your life. That's why it says, this confuses some people when it says he will not speak on his own. He'll only speak what he hears. I mean, the Spirit is the third person of the Godhead. Can't he speak for himself? Of course he can. But he's going to speak what he hears. And what he's going to hear is going to be from Jesus. And what he's going to hear from Jesus is what the Father has said. And so the Trinity is all caught up in what the Spirit is saying. And he's going to guide us towards Jesus first by, we looked at this yesterday, convicting us about sin and righteousness and judgment. But then he's going to guide us in Jesus, guide us day by day into truth. Now, sometimes if you're like me, that guiding into truth, it happens in a moment. There's just a flash of insight where all of a sudden I realize, oh, I was thinking this. I need to be thinking this. This is the truth that God guides me into. And many other times, it is a slower guiding process. He slowly but surely guides me into the truth that he has for my life. As he guides me into truth, don't miss this truth in John chapter 16. It's a guiding towards Jesus and what Jesus wants to do in our lives. Because the Spirit's ministry is both to reveal and to glorify Christ. He will bring glory to me, verse 14 says, by taking from what is mine and making it known to you. Now, what does that mean to you? in your daily life. He'll take what is mine and he'll make it known to you. Well, have you ever wanted to sit down and have a conversation with Jesus? Have you ever thought, what would it be like to be one of those first disciples and to be able to sit down? And if I had a question about prayer, if I had a question about forgiveness, if I had a question about direction, God's direction in my life, just to say to Jesus, Jesus, how often should I forgive someone? Jesus, teach me to pray. Jesus, help me to understand your direction in my life. Wouldn't it be great to be one of those first disciples and sit down and have that kind of conversation? What Jesus is saying here is, through my spirit, God's spirit, you're able to have that kind of conversation today. You sit down and you ask God a question and then you listen for the answer. And Jesus says the work of the Spirit is to guide you into all truth, my truth. He's going to take from what is mine, and he's going to share it with you. Now, you might be thinking, that sounds whew, that sounds pretty spiritual to me. I mean, if I was one of those first disciples, I would sit down, I would talk with Jesus, and then I'd see him. I'd see his lips moving. I'd hear his voice speaking. I could even write it down what he said to me. How do I hear the Spirit speak? How do I hear God's Spirit guide me? How does he speak? If I'm really spiritual and really get close to God, do I sometimes hear an audible voice? Well, I'll tell you, some people have heard an audible voice. We read it in the Bible. I haven't met many people today who've heard an audible voice from God, but some certainly have because there's some stories about it in the Bible. But I've never heard an audible voice from God. I've heard the Spirit speak often. I've never heard an audible voice from God. I've always liked, uh, I've always liked the phrase that the Spirit doesn't speak with an audible voice. He speaks much louder than that. You see, an audible voice, sometimes you, you don't listen to. You, you just let the words pass by. But the voice of the Spirit, he speaks deep in your heart. And there is a sense of this is what God is saying. Now, how do you know it's the Spirit speaking? You check it out. You check it out by God's Word. You check it out by God's people. You check it out by God's work in your own heart, the conviction of your own heart. And when you sense God's Spirit saying something to you, and it checks out with God's Word, and it checks out with God's people, then I would say, go for it 100% in your life. It checks out, so go for it. When God speaks through his spirit, one of the main questions we have is, what does it sound like? And we want to know what it, what it sounds like and be able to distinguish it from all the other voices. But I would say to you, if you want to hear God's spirit speak, what I've learned in my own life is, 
The real question isn't how to sort it out from all the other voices. The real question is, do I take the time to sit down and be quiet so I can hear his voice? He's not going to speak to you when you're busy doing other things. He's not going to speak to you as one counselor among many. God's Spirit's going to speak to you when you take five minutes, ten minutes, a half an hour, maybe half a day, to sit down and say, Spirit, speak to me. Just like I was having a conversation with Jesus. Speak to me. Let me know. The Spirit is to guide the believer into all truth. And so right now, as we close this study today, I encourage you to begin that conversation and just say to him, in the quietness of where you are, whether your office or your your car or sitting wherever you happen to be, Spirit, speak to me. Help me to understand the truth of Jesus about this that I'm facing, this hurt that I'm facing, this decision that I'm facing, this opportunity that I'm facing, this future that's out in front of me, this confusion that I'm facing, this confidence that's growing in my life. God, speak to me through your Spirit and help me to understand through your Word, through your people, through your Spirit, what you want to do in my life. Thank you that you are willing to speak to me. Help me to take the time to listen to you. I ask this, Jesus, in your name. Amen. Well, join us tomorrow. We're going to begin our look together at God's process of joy. Mm-hmm.